is mine. But I'm not. I'm yours. Who's your favorite song? She's got a smile that it seems to me Reminds me of childhood memories where everything was as fresh as the bright blue sky. Good evening. If I get in trouble for playing that, fuck it. Come at, come, come for me, Guns and Moses. Come on. So that's from Captain Fantastic. I finished Captain Fantastic last night after. So I, I did the podcast and then I finished the film. So I thought let's talk a little bit more about it now that I can conceptual, basically give you a, a broad you know, not broad. It's it's been a tough day. Give you a full report of Captain Fantastic, Doctor Zeus film podcast. At first, I, I I was watching. I thought, okay, where where is this going? Where is this going? And then I started to realize the point. As the great Bill Hicks once said, "Is there a point to this? There's always a point." It wasn't so much that this is about okay, they're all they're the way they grieved. I've never they were all aware. They were all aware. And it hurt. But they were all they knew. Their father did not sugarcoat anything. So then it comes into play, okay, is he is his parenting up for debate here. The grandfather played by Frank Langella seems to think so. And then you have George McKay who went on to do 1917. I was watching this film and I thought, wait a minute. He looks familiar. That, in fact, that was the last film I saw in the theater was 1917. Captain Fantastic came out in 2016. 
it's an American comedy drama, I would say it is genreless. Viggo Mortensen was nominated, Mortensen, nominated for Golden Globe and a BAFTA Award as well as an Academy Award. This is an amazing cast. And then I, what I've noticed is, is that uh, all the kids have red hair. The mother had this beautiful red hair. Well, the one son, I don't think he does. So here's what it, uh, Ben Cash, his wife Leslie, and their six children live in an isolated existence on 10 acres in the mountainous Washington wilderness. They are former left-wing anarchist activists disillusioned with the capitalism and American life who choose to instill survivalist skills and left-wing politics and philosophy in their children. They educate them to think critically and train them to be physically fit, athletic, and self-reliant without the dependence on modern technology. They are raised to coexist with nature and they celebrate Noam Chomsky's birthday instead of Christmas. The children are accustomed to reading many forms of college-level literature while showing high aptitude and intelligence beyond their years. They are socially awkward as they have not been socialized with the outside world. So... A lot goes on in this film. I'm not going to spoil it for those of you who have not seen it. But I will say, it, and it deals with mental illness. Leslie, is the wife, is hospitalized away from her family near her parents for bipolar disorder. And eventually, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Oh, what a film. What a film. There are films that take the wind right out of you. Seventh Seal did that for me. Captain Fantastic. Captain Fantastic has so... First of all, that's why I played that moment of them singing Sweet Child of Mine. I won't say where they sing it. Uh Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny is and and yeah, we could we could we could talk about the Academy Awards till the cows come home. Uh is that the 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 actor that won that year for best actor was Casey Affleck. And here you have Vigo Morrison who went on to do Green Book. I've never watched Green Book. I've heard good things and bad things about it. Oh here we go. Mom hated that world. Close. God, Here we go. Please. It's completely unjust. That's what it is. We're in the very unique position of hating those people. Can unique be modified? No. We no. don't hate Nan and Grandpa, but the rest of their tribe are fascist capitalists. You're just repeating whatever Dad says. I'm writing down everything you say in my mind. Do you even know what a fascist is? Violent nationalist militants, supported by big business and their totalitarian single-party dictators. We're a family. So, the children, the children are very aware. And and first and foremost, they're a family. 
so after watching this film, I went to sleep and I, and I thought about it. And then I thought about it all day. And then I got in the car and I put on Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses. I'm not a big fan of theirs. Yeah, they've got some good songs. You know, Welcome to the Jungle. And Paradise City. Yeah. But then you watch the Welcome to the Jungle video and you can see there was a lot of hairspray involved. A lot of hairspray. A lot of, yeah. Some Someone was getting their hair t- teased up. Okay. Was it uh, Axl Rose? I don't know. <laughs> but it's not about hair metal, or is it? Welcome to the jungle. But to see all these kids celebrating their mother and singing Sweet Child of Mine. And then they really rock it. Oh my god, they've got the harmonicas out. The, this is not... This is not kumbaya. This is... Oh, shit. Oh, my God. It's been one hell of a day. That's all I'm going to say. It was not my favorite day. You know when you have those moments where you're like... I should have pulled the plug for this week rather than next week. It's like, oh, God, here we go. But what's done is done. What's done is done. Sometimes I'm thinking I should just give my time and go rather than have it be. But things happen and good things come and that's all I can say. But this podcast is forever. This podcast is forever. And as my own producer, manager entrepreneur of this podcast I kind of related to Ben Cash's character in Captain Fantastic when I first saw that title I thought okay it's not Fantastic Mr. Fox because <laughs> sometimes a title just jumps out at you and then and then the cover art he's got this red outfit on I'm thinking okay is this about shrooms yeah sometimes you can't judge a book by its cover Unless we're going to talk about the Rolling Stones, their satanic majesties. Oh, God. I was listening to Keith Richards' book, Life. And he talks about that album. And and how really it was the dark piece to um, Sgt. Pepper by the Beatles. Because, you know, they always wanted to do that. They said the Beatles got the white hat and what's left, the black hat. Yeah. But back to Captain Fantastic. This is this is a film. It's on to it's a film to live. And it's available on Netflix. I didn't know that, otherwise I wouldn't have rented it from iTunes and feverishly watched it, but I watched it. And it was good. Maybe this is a recap. I was talking to my cousin recently and we were talking about something and I thought you know I said to him let's just do a Siskel and Ebert but then that's like eh, eh. or we could just do character you know as a as a podcaster I don't if I do characters it's it's to go with the flow 
it's to go with the subject matter that I'm talking about. I'm very clear of how I do this show. Some people want to come on and they they're like one oh I want to talk about this. I'm like like one of my friends. One time she wanted to come on to talk about some something. I don't know what it was. This was last year, and I said, "I uh, or no, no, it was one of my friends. He wanted to come on and talk about something, and I said no. I said it has to be in a, either a film or a musical format. And he said, "Well, you didn't talk about that before." I said, "Well, this is now." And he's like, "Oh, okay, whatever." Because I, 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 and here's the thing: I respect my guests. You want the floor, I give you the floor. But when we talk about the films, yes, there's politics involved in films and there's emotions and there's all kinds of things. Same with music. Same with music. I love when Stevie Wonder, he was talking one time and he says, people don't want you to talk about social issues. But he did it. He talked about it in Higher Ground. Talked about it in Master Blaster. Was it Master Blaster? Where he says, everyone's sitting pretty. It's hotter than July. I'm not going to sing it because I love Stevie Wonder and I don't want him to come after me. But the world is full of problems. They couldn't touch us even if they tried. Ooh. Come on. Ooh. That's what I love about the show is that I can talk about Captain Fantastic and mix a little Stevie Wonder in there. You know, they were listening to Stevie Wonder. But they had to sing Sweet Child of Mine. They just did. It was cute. It was cute. It, it, that's the thing about a good film is when it lingers and you like that. That's what The Seventh Seal did to me. The first time I watched The Seventh Seal, I thought, okay, subtitles. Some people would, I don't want the subtitles. Me. Because they don't want to read. I loved it. I loved it. It did make me want to learn Swedish. It really did. I loved the, the feel and the look and the, the dive and desire of the seventh seal. And Captain Fantastic is along those lines because you're watching it. And it, he's teaching, like the kids, they go on a road trip. That's all I'll say. And they see McDonald's and they see Target and they're talking about capitalism and like, well, here it is. This is what happens. And then they go to a restaurant and there's nothing like the kids like, oh, what's soda? And the father played by Vigo Morrison says poison water. <laughs> I loved it. But what really got me and I talked about it last night is there a line. There's a line in there where he says Calvary isn't coming and it made me think of a friend of mine who's been on this show before who has said that many times that his mother would say hey hey buck the calvary isn't coming and that's a moment in captain fantastic it it's a it's it's a beautiful film that you have to watch with an open mind because i know some people are gonna watch and say oh my god it's society look at us then you could also tie that into this is Spinal Tap and how a lot of uh, to, to this day a lot of rock musicians cannot watch this is Spinal Tap because it fucked with them 
where they all, you know, the drummers and the stage, and they can't find the stage. Hello, Cleveland. <sighs> and I and I watched it. I thought, whoa. There's many moments in Captain Fantastic. If I could highlight one of them, it's an interesting chicken scene. And I and I first and foremost want to say this. Fuck uh, Chick-fil-A. And I know a lot of people who eat Chick-fil-A. Oh, it's not political. Well, they do donate to a lot of organizations. So keep that in mind. So far, I don't think Popeye's does that. And I'm not telling you to go out and eat Popeye's. I just, I, li- I like uh, Popeye's. I prefer Popeye's, but that's just me. You guys need a hand? Yeah, we're fine. No, we got it. Jackson, not at the table. Hey. Jackson. All right. Well, I am so happy that our family is together. Thanks for putting on this feast. (laughs) It's all local and um, organic and non-GMO. How did you kill those chickens? With an axe or a knife? I, I I didn't have to kill the chickens i they uh i they're it's a rotisserie chicken so you buy it on it's already dead or cooked on a thing so that's an interesting moment and then also where the father gives the kids all wine yeah <laughs> oh yeah it's captain fantastic i could say this is a recap we'll just say recap Maybe. But I don't like to do it like everyone. Oh. Ooh. Oh, I just had a moment from the 90s. Thank you, YouTube, for bringing this to my attention. The speech. If you want to talk about conformity and you want to talk about someone who does it their way, here we go. speech and I'm sorry but I'm glad that I didn't because I'm not going to do this like everybody else does it Um, because everybody that I should be thanking I'm really sorry but I have to use this time see Maya Angelou said that we we as human beings at our best can only create opportunities and I'm going to use this opportunity the way that I want to use it so what I want to say is um, everybody out there that's watching, everybody that's watching this world, this world is bull. And you shouldn't model your life. Wait a second. You shouldn't model your life about what you think that we think is cool and what we're wearing and what we're saying and everything. Go with yourself. Go with yourself. few people that I want to say something to. I want to say, Mama, I love you. I'm so glad that we're becoming friends. Amber, I love you. You're my sister. You're my best friend. Andrew Slater, no one else could have produced this album and no one else did. Um, and it's just stupid that I'm in this world, but you're all very cool to me, so thank you very much. And I'm sorry for all the people that I didn't thank, but man, it's good. Bye. <laughs> Woo! Don't we just love her? That's Miss Fiona Apple. She was a new artist. She won the VMA 
for Best New Artist at the MTV Video Music Awards. And then went on to win a Grammy for her song, Criminal. And so that's an example of saying, fuck conformity. It really is. And people lack that now. Artists, they're they're so scared. It's like, oh, I got to go along with the video. And she's like, Psh. It was 1997. Oh, my God. I love that album. Oh, I love Tidal. I love everything she's ever done because she doesn't do it, as she said, like everyone else does it. And so that's what I was trying to say about this podcast. I don't do it like everybody else does it. Sometimes I put the microphone on. Sometimes it's like, let me just modulate my voice. Remember not to say any ums or uh, uh, and I think of my speech teacher who I love to death and who also I got her into Tool, the band, and she would say to us to look in the middle of the room as you're speaking. And also when you felt an um coming on, pause. Or to make an impromptu, because basically what I'm doing is one big impromptu right now. I don't have a script in front of me. If I interview people, I'm like, okay, we're going to talk about this. This is this, this, this. What did you feel about this? That's that's the main thing when I talk to people about films and music. What did you feel about it? When I suggest things, when I said, oh, God, the dreamers is one of them. Some people couldn't believe I suggested that to them. Oh, my God, I can't believe you made me watch that movie. I thought something was wrong with you. Serious. Some people said that to me. There was this acquaintance that I had in college. And I told her to watch the film. And I say acquaintance because I don't really give a fuck where she is right now. She was and she came from money. And she flaunted it. Drove a Beamer and everything. Oops, I gave it away who it is. But anyway. And she watched the movie with her husband. And she told me she was embarrassed like I can't believe you recommended this and it's like and she came off as like this free person and she was free and she was a star fucker and all this other shit and she was a conformist she was conformed she was a conformist because I recommended a film to her that was about freedom it was about sexual freedom it was the if you've ever seen the dreamers it's bernardo bellucci and the two french actors and michael pitt and eva green and oh my god and it's nc17 whatever whatever she was a conformist she still is a conformist because she wants people to like her and it makes me think of a really cool person whom I respect and I'm going to interview soon, Aisha. We talked about fitting in recently. And I kind of like that I don't fit in. And today that was kind of an example of you watch people within the pecking order. I won't say where. And they all want to just fit in and they are ferocious. They are ferocious that's probably why I never really enjoyed Mean Girls. Because I've already seen it. It's called Heathers. Hello. 
And that's about trying to fit in. And then when you go out on your own and you just put your flag there and it's like, hey, I'm here, whatever. I also look at, like I said, this film really meant a lot to me, Captain Fantastic. It made me realize my own ideals, that I am not a conformist. And here we are, it's Pride Month. Hey. And I'm not going to harp on some of my friends, but a lot of people want to belong. They want to love. Nothing wrong with pop music. Pop music is like Chinese food. You can have some of it, but don't overeat. Fast food in general, too. Not just Chinese food, but fast food. Okay? But a lot of my contemporaries love these pop stars. They worship them. They want to drive the car like them. They want to look like them. They, hey, it is a new kids on the block, backstreet boys kind of thing. And then you have me and a few other people who are like, we just want to listen to some metal. There's these funny memes of these, these girls, these cartoon characters, and they see, what's his name? What's that guy's name? Harry Styles. And they're like, hey, I'm Harry Styles, so. And then you say, hey, I'm Corey Taylor. <gasps> and their minds are blown. Because <laughs> the rock stars always win. That's what I, I just want to say right there. And go back to Captain Fantastic. Are they singing, oops, I did it again? No. They're singing a rock song. A sweet child of mine. Okay? The revolution is here. It's there don't conform and so I think of my my friends the metal heads the metal heads there's the gay metal heads come on not very many of us well we're starting to multiply like gremlins which is good but it's it's everyone more power to little Nas X but I'm not really a fan it's like okay alright more, more power to his freedom and everything and uh, freedom of expression I am so for The music mm, Not so much Not so much And and he can do his thing He can do his thing But I want metal I want to rock Okay I want to rock And I look at how society Is just like Musically It's imploding <laughs> But that's not for me or any of us to fix. And so you need to stand on your own. Listen to somebody guy. Not just... Gotta understand, without without the blues, you don't have rock. You don't have metal. You don't have alternative from these guys like Buddy Guy and BB King. The Rolling Stones would have never existed. We wouldn't have these nice oh metal bands like Gojara. Okay. Deep Purple. The Black Keys. I love the Black Keys. Don't get me started. When it comes to music, I worship... I I shouldn't say I worship rock stars. I love rock stars. Because I worship my own being and my own ideas and my own energy. So I really am out there on my own. I'm out there on my own. And I love it. Sometimes it's funny when you go somewhere and people like the same thing. You, it's like, oh, God, get a stick. Is that a gremlin? 
Did I multiply? I didn't give birth. I can't. I'm a man. I mean, that would be great if I could. See, look at the male seahorses. They can give birth. But in terms of, like, influence, it's like, ooh. Ooh. Oh, you're wearing that shirt too. Okay. Oh, oh, you, oh, you want to talk about the band? Oh, if you insist. It doesn't turn into a date, but you know. Hey, I really haven't been with many people who like the same music that I do. I really haven't. There was one 10 years ago, and I think about him a few, sometimes, depends on what time of the night it is. And he loved rock. But then he loved salsa and he loved Cuban music. And and he was not aware that I did not speak Spanish. I want to try to speak it to me. We were in bed. Oh my God, this isn't exclu- exclusive. We were in bed. And he started speaking Espanol to me. And I went, no, I don't. Yeah. But he loved like Santana and he loved Zeppelin and he had a guitar. And... Yeah. Yeah very nice person so played some Celia Cruz he was surprised I knew who Celia Cruz was I said, of course I know who she is Azucar but then I would say you know like I like the Deftones and Lady Gaga and Judas Priest and Elvis Costello yeah and that was he was not a conformist that I knew of I don't know yeah. Sometimes you go to dinner with people and it's like, mm, yeah, I think I think going out to dinner, we should just next time order takeout. That was kind of the situation there. And so with Captain Fantastic, it kind of it makes you, us all aware of what are we conforming to? Yeah, I'm talking on a device. I use the device. I do turn it off at night and go to sleep. And then you look at survivalist ideas and things that we can do as a people, learn from one another. What really impressed me about Captain Fantastic was how they... how they really the children are very knowledgeable in politics they know the bill of rights and their own cousins don't even know the bill of rights that right there but then also you have the one the one one of the children is asking about sexuality and asking about the male body and the father buys him the book the joy of sex yes you gotta have the talk gotta have the talk the birds and the bees and then he buys them all knives to celebrate no they don't believe in christmas they celebrate noam chomsky's birthday that's their christmas and one of the sons is like i want to celebrate christmas yeah it made me think of courtney love because courtney love talked about that she was raised in a commune and how they didn't celebrate christmas because it was capitalist yeah well I celebrate Christmas and I'm not a practicing Catholic, so. Yeah, I gotta love those bells. <laughs> I celebrate in my own way. For me, every day, I give a gift. I give a gift of laughter. I give a gift. 
but I do love to give gifts. So it's like, fuck it. And I love giving you this gift of the podcast daily. I love to reaffirm that. You go for a walk and it's like, boom, it hits you. So Captain Fantastic was a gift, a film. About don't give in to conformity. Follow your own voice. Unpleasant dreams. <laughs>